How's it guys? It's Amara Garda and you're listening to my futile optimism. If you wanted to know a fun fact about me, it would be that I am recording this at half past 12 at night for absolutely no good reason. I will tell you the reason and you can decide if it's a good reason, but I am really giving you the spoiler that it's really not a good reason. I have recently been watching Friends and I didn't want to pause the show in order to record this. So I just kept watching and watching and watching and watching and watching until I realized that I actually need to sleep and (laughs) that I actually need to record this before I do that. So, I mean, maybe if it was my first time watching Friends, it would be understandable. But you would think the fourth time watching the same series, you'd be able to take a break. And I just can't. I just cannot. I absolutely cannot. And that is actually what this whole podcast is about. Um, It's about my addictive personality. I don't know why I'm like this. I know that I'm not the only one in the world, but I need to find more people who are like this who can validate my personality because it is driving me crazy. So I recently picked up a habit where whatever I'm doing on the laptop, I will do as long as there is some like noise going on in the background. So sometimes it's songs, but nowadays it's been series and there's been a lot of series that I've been able to like have on in the background and half watch while doing the work. It especially is helpful when I'm like reading a lot of stuff and I need to like summarize it or whatever just to prevent myself from like drifting off and ironically getting distracted. I make sure that I have something else playing or keeping me awake basically. (laughs) That is the way that I watched Community. That is the way that I watched The Office. I got a lot done when I watched those series. And I didn't really plan for what would happen to me when those shows ended. Because you would assume that when a show ends, you move on with your life. And you would also assume that if a specific show was like so intriguing that you could not take a break from it, that, you know, once the show was over, you you were done. You could get your life back. <laughs> you would be wrong to assume that about me. Because... What I have been doing now is that I am pretty much unable to work without some sort of a noise, well, mainly a story, happening in the background. It doesn't work with sports, it doesn't work with songs anymore, it doesn't work with even like podcasts. I have to be watching an actual series somewhere with like one eye and then the other eye is on the laptop and my brain is like split in two. This, that's the only way. That is the only way and it's a big, big problem because like any good story, eventually at some stage, a series will get so interesting that I will start paying more attention to the story than I will to my work. And this is what happened with Shits Creek. So Shits Creek is hilarious. To be honest, I didn't really like the first season and a friend of mine was like, no, dude, you have to deal with it. Just get through the first season and you will be grateful. And I am. I am. She was right. She was right. (laughs) 
I ended up watching Shit's Creek while I was doing readings, while I was on holiday, like every single night before bed, I would watch an episode or two. I could not function without watching Shit's Creek. And I mean, that's the type of show that you really can watch half-heartedly, you know? You can hear what they say and laugh about it. You don't have to actually see the screen all the time. So I really, really took advantage of that. And I finished that series in like two weeks. Oh, yo, the addiction levels were just ridiculous. And I thought that, you know, when it's done, I will be a productive human being in time for the new year. And I did finish it in time for the new year. And I promised myself that I would not start a new series because I just have way too much work to do. I have way too much going on. So how can I start watching a new show when I know I will get too invested and that it will take priority over my entire life? So I'm responsible. I'm an adult. I'm a big girl. I have not started a new series since then. I basically came up with the genius idea to just watch old shows because I already know how those shows end. So I'm not going to be as invested anymore. And that means I won't be as distracted. It will be really good background noise. I started with New Girl. And I just started choosing random episodes so that I would not get tangled in the storyline. And that worked really well, mainly because Netflix removed New Girl at the end of the year. But after that, I rewatched The Good Place. And I started in the middle of the show, and I just got so into it all over again. What a show. What an... Oh my god, what an, what an absolute masterpiece of a show. I got so invested and I started noticing all the little details that I had missed before to the point where it really did distract me from my work because I was like, oh my god, I know how this ends, but what happens in between the start and the ending? Like, th these were the questions that I needed to answer. Whatever, I just understood that this is something that I just have to do. So I finished The Good Place and I was still adamant that I will not start a new series. So I didn't. Instead, I watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine again. And I again got so invested that I literally could not look away from my screen to try and catch all the jokes that I had missed before, to try and catch all the clues that I had missed before. And I actually often ended up closing my laptop, putting it away, and just watching like four episodes in a row, just like that, without even blinking. Honestly, this is getting crazy. And Friends is the one show I have watched multiple times before. So I knew it would be a safe bet to just start watching random episodes of Friends, because I've seen it so many times. I know the details. And I also have like, specific episodes that I really don't like. Which means that it's easy for me to just skip stuff. And I won't get invested in the storyline. I'll just be watching random episodes that don't have links to each other. I played myself. I played myself. Because it's now been about two seasons. That I just have not been able to skip a damn thing. And I'm so interested in the story all over again. And the jokes somehow get funnier and I feel like they've added in some extra scenes that were not there before because some information feels very, very new to me. And it's gotten to this point where I needed to see how the last four episodes 
ended because, um, just because, not because I didn't remember, just because <sighs> I have a problem. My problem is this addiction. I, I cannot just like half do something. I have to be all in or else I will like leave rather, which is sounds amazing you know some people might call it passion which is a lovely word beautiful beautiful word but to be honest I'm getting a little tired of myself because I need to focus I need to have a life beyond random stuff for like two months and then moving on honestly it's gotten so bad that I mean since Taylor Swift released Taylor's version of Red I have not listened to anything else I've listened to some Adele here and there, but that album is still my album. Even though it's now, like, pretty old by musical standards, I'm still obsessed with it. I still have to listen to it, and I can still listen to it on shuffle. And I am just absolutely mad. Like, get get new things to listen to, dude. Honestly. I'm sure by this time, the artists are looking at their numbers and they can notice like, oh, there's just one chick, just one chick in the world that's still listening to the exact same songs and they are probably judging me. So yeah, I don't, I don't know what my problem is, but, um, doesn't just end there. It's not just entertainment stuff. You know, you would think, okay, I just like to be distracted, which is very true, but I also get like very intense when I just want to know the answer to things, which has, I mean, eventually made me an expert in everything to do with appendicitis because I've often had like weird abdominal pain that mostly turns out to be gas, but the internet always leads me to articles about appendicitis and I've read all of them and I have looked at some of the drawings of how the surgery works and it's it's pretty cool it is it's pretty pretty cool but I don't need to know this information I have never needed to know this information but I know so much of it I know everything there is to know about period pain well obviously that's relevant but I mean most of it like you don't really need to understand exactly why it's so I I know all of that I know exactly why I get headaches. I know exactly where I get headaches. I know exactly what it means when I don't get a headache. I know all of this because I have read everything they used to read on WebMD and Mayo Clinic. And if there's other health websites that I've missed, let me know because I will read everything they have to offer. It's actually ridiculous. It's actually insane. The amount of information that I like to consume. And the worst part is that I don't even remember all of these things afterwards. Which I guess is why when I rewatch old series, I'm still so intrigued because I don't remember all of the details. I mean, I don't know where this behavior comes from, but I cannot do anything in moderation. I mean, I went from really not knowing anything about the pool and really not caring about the pool to being obsessed with it. I wake up and I think about the pool. And when I get out of bed, I try to look at the pool before I talk to anyone. I have a problem. I dream about the pool constantly. And sometimes when I'm out for a few hours, I wonder how the pool is doing. It's weird to think that I'm the same person who literally did not even notice pools before. Because now I'm in so deep, guys. I am in so, so deep.
<laughs> I will also be fully committed if anyone ever needs someone to be stalked. Um, not physical stalking, that's way too risky, way too dangerous, and also requires me to actually get dressed and leave the house. And that is not what I would like to do. So what I really mean is I will literally comb through someone's entire online presence if ever there is a good need and find everything that there is to know about this person. And I'll do it for free. This is the weird part. I will just do it because it's amazing. It is so much fun. I remember in like first year university, a friend of mine had a crush on a guy who was still in high school and it was really difficult to like figure out who this guy was or like what his hobbies were, or what his interests were because his social media was pretty blank. So what did I do? I went onto his school's Facebook page. I combed through that entire Facebook page and found out every single information Every single information, that's a very good sentence. Every single piece of information that they had posted about this boy, I found it on Facebook. And then it was not sufficient. So what did I do? I literally downloaded the D6 communicator to find the school's name and to find out what extramurals this boy was doing. And there was no need for this information. There was absolutely no need for this information. I don't even know what we did with it. We never actually ended up visiting this boy. We never actually asked this boy about his hobbies. There was literally no purpose except that I was just so excited to have to download a school communication app for a school that I did not attend and that my child was not attending either. It's just... So weird. And it's odd because like normally if people have weird habits about them, they might not notice it. But as I'm saying it, I am freaked out by how intense I am. Like I need to just chill. I need to just have like casual relationships with everything because clearly I don't know how to do that. I'm like instantly obsessed with everything. And I mean, I can't imagine that it's healthy, but if you have experience with this and you think it is healthy, please let me know. Um, I would love to to be validated. I Yeah, we've recently been looking for, you know, like basic household items and stuff. And I really enjoy looking for specials because I don't like spending money. So if I have to spend money, I'm going to try and spend as little as possible. And that means looking for the cheapest prices, which means that now me, a 23-year-old young person, does not wake up and check her Facebook, her Twitter, her Instagram, her WhatsApp. No, 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 no. I wake up and the first thing I do is I check the one-day-only specials and the take-a-lot specials. And it's gotten so bad that nowadays, even though I want to sleep early, I make sure that I am awake at 1 past 12 so that I can see one day only specials for that day. I basically have New Year's Eve every single day and the New Year's celebration is me looking at deals on one day only. Not buying things. I haven't actually bought anything. I just love looking at the deals. Oh my God, when I find something that says 50% off, my heart does somersaults. 
for absolutely no reason. It will literally be like a welding machine that will be like 10,000 rand and it'll be 50% off, which means it's 5,000 rand. And I'm not going to buy that tool. I don't need that tool. I don't even know how that tool works, but I am so excited because it's half price. (laughs) And I'm so glad for whoever does need to buy it, you know? Stop me though, but I'm happy. I'm cheering for you in the back. Now, I don't know how common this type of behavior is, but it doesn't feel like it's common. Maybe that's because people just don't talk about it. But, I mean, from what I can see around me, most of my, like, friends and family can exist without being obsessed with things. So, that's that's kind of get me thinking that maybe I am the anomaly here. And that maybe I need to find a healthier way of, like, living. So... If you have any tips at all, please, please let me know because, I mean, I would love to sleep at a reasonable time and I would love to not wonder what happened in an episode that I saw six times before. If you can't really cure my obsessive behavior, then maybe you can suggest nice things for me to be obsessed with. Like, why can't I become addicted to, like, exercising or obsessed with, like, healthy food or you know just really 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 into self-development and reading non-fiction like why can't I be that person or the person that literally just shows up to every single protest ever because all of the protests are important you know I I need to be that type of human being so how do I change this obsession with like nonsense things into Stuff that will actually benefit me and everyone else. Instead of just, like, stuff that has no purpose. I know people who are obsessed with pretty cool stuff. Like, people who are obsessed with hiking or finding a new adrenaline-inducing activity every week. Or just are really, really into visiting different museums and galleries. Or people who are very into making their own artwork people who are obsessed with learning new languages or traveling the world. I want to be like you guys. I want to be that. So please, please, let me be as cool as you. I have recently been looking at old CVs and cover letters and motivational letters. And, I mean, I have realized one thing. I am intense, but I am pretty consistent. I do have, like smaller fads here and there where I get super into a topic and then I'm just like nah at one stage I was very very interested in making animations to go with this podcast and I was trying to learn how to do animations by myself and it was awesome for like three weeks and then I got tired and it's really difficult to learn actually so I just kind of abandoned it and moved on with my life which happens quite a lot but there are some things that are pretty pretty much permanent in my life and reading like some of those cover letters and the things that I'd say I am very very consistently obsessed with social justice which is a cool thing to be obsessed with I guess it's cooler than all the other weird stuff that I mentioned but I guess I'm trying to transform being obsessed with like the concept of social justice 
into being obsessed with establishing social justice, which sounds pretty freaky and is also like a lot of responsibility. But maybe it's time for me to just grow up and maybe that's what it all means, you know. Maybe as I grow up, I will have these consistent things that I always think about and that I will always hold dear and that I need to make those things into, you know, important actions. So I am out of my D6 communicator phase and into my make sure the pool is blue and that the world doesn't fall apart phase. And hopefully that is more beneficial for everyone. I think it probably is, especially because kids don't deserve a random person just checking out their school newsletter but also because that newsletter couldn't tell me that that guy was an idiot and he ended up being one. So, I mean, how useful are those things anyways? But yeah, this is my this is my plan for this week. To try and transform this weird, obsessive, addictive behavior into something that's useful and something that's healthy. And hopefully, I will find something that's suitable to replace my current obsession with friends and one day only. If you know how to do it, please feel free to let me know at A-M-A-A-R-A-H-G on Instagram and Twitter. But to be honest, if there was a way to message someone on Take A Lot, then that would be the best way to contact me because I am always on that website. So yeah, until that happens, just use the things I just told you. Anyway, I should probably go and sleep now because it's nearing 1 o'clock and I have big plans for tomorrow, like thinking about something other than fickle nonsense. So, yes to us and yes to hope.